Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Combinations, the podcast from North Staffordshire Combined Healthcare NHS Trust. Here on Combinations, we don't just like to share the news from the Combined Trust, but we also like to give it as a platform for service users and carers to share some of their experiences from the Trust. Today's story is a touching one from a lady called Jackie who had her mother go into some care at the Harpland site. And what's nice about this story is you get to really hear how carers are involved with the patient and service user on their journey to recovery. And this story really shows the compassion and the care that really goes on at Harpland. So I hope that you enjoy Jackie's story. We've had two really good experiences of combined healthcare. So one was last year when mum-in-law who'd got Alzheimer's um, took took probably a number of falls, ended in the acute trust um, and and that was quite a difficult time for us and she she ended up on at the Harplands on ward four and they kept her over Christmas and did the whole MDT thing and they were super duper there's no two ways about it and they were very very supportive. Um, Took me aback, I'll be honest, how supportive they were. But I knew every single day where we were at. Um, very well informed, even though we couldn't see mum for obvious reasons. Um, I knew exactly where mum was at in her journey. So they helped us get her to get her into um, a residential home which was local to ourselves. And I never really settled, I don't think, if I'm honest. Um, but became well it got steadily worse it's as it's as simple as that um so she sadly was sectioned um uh, and ended up coming into ward ward six a few years ago um after after we lost dad and mum was diagnosed we made a promise to her we made a promise that we would keep her smiling as long as we could we'd keep her safe as we possibly could and we wouldn't let strangers into her, her home. And that was a biggie for us because we'd made that promise. So that sort of was was quite tough, her going into a residential home. Now, when she got onto Ward 6, and I know it's really difficult the first couple of days of her being there, for obvious reasons, she was sectioned and, and, and it was really difficult. The first thing that hit me was she was comfortable she was smiling again so she obviously felt safe she smiled at the nurses and it felt that the way she talked about them although she couldn't identify them they're almost like they were her family so they were no longer strangers so everything that we promised in that in that is saying this is very emotive isn't it it's all about us as a family but everything we promised ward six gave her and that is in a nutshell, that's why I wanted to shout from the rooftops, because they gave us back what we promised her. Um, gosh, I can't believe I'm going to stop. <laughs> they, they became a family to and to us. They, they didn't fail us at all in any way, shape or form. Kirsten at the front door, when she took the calls, she knew exactly who she was talking to. She didn't need to ask. She knew it was me at certain times in the morning. She knew, you know, what questions I would want to. She'd already got the answers. She didn't need to go off and find somebody who knew or somebody's on a lunch break or it's not their side or it's, you know, 
they all, and no matter who picked that phone up, they all knew of it. So it's not necessarily sometimes what they did, it's how they made us all feel. So to see her from going from somebody that was very upset and very, very, very angry, so very angry with life and very confused, but to see her smiling and singing, it, that was just, I think that blew us all, both of us out of the water. My, my husband's quite a tough, tough chappy, you know, tough man, but he, even he got a tear in his eye when he started to, when she started to sing. Um, comfortable, clean, tidy, you know, her hair was lovely, albeit it needed cutting for her dues, but they, she just looked like the proud woman, albeit frail, she looked like the proud woman she's always been. And we hadn't seen that for a few months. Joe was just absolutely out of this world. They all were, they all were. But when Joe phoned to do the call, we had the call around um, when she was deemed as end of life. Um, she bent over backwards to make sure we got everything we needed for mum. And then towards the end, they made it so possible for us. It was it was incredible, actually. So they moved her room so that she was on an end room, which was by the, four, the, the courtyard outside. So we had 24 hour access. How thoughtful is that? They made us feel um, listened to, I think. They made us feel special as a family and recognise that this was a very special time. Nothing was too much trouble. We didn't ask for loads because we didn't need loads, but they were absolutely there. The night that she, before she died, all the staff stayed over 10 minutes just to come, just to come and say goodbye. Um, and it's things like that. That's the bit that makes it special. Um, you know, she was well looked after, well thought of by everybody. Um, and so and so were we. So were we. Um, I just I, I say I think the whole the whole experience has left us just quite humbled, really. You listen, and I think that's the bit for me. And it's the difference between you either listen to respond or you listen to understand. And they listen to understand. So whatever it is you're doing around listening, and I think it's ingrained in mental health training as well anyway. And I think that's where you know, some of our registered nurses like myself could learn something. But the, the biggie for me is you you listened. You listened to what we were saying. You able, all of them were able to play that back in a way that then made sense. So I knew they'd understood what we were saying. Um, and, 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 and that played out. So Joe said to us, she said, I know you said you wanted all to be able to say your goodbyes. Shall we do that now together? And you, all four of you, go and just get some shut eye in the day room. She said, I will stay with it. Uh, and that's what she did. And I know there was, you know, there was probably other, a million other things she could have been doing. A million other things, I'm pretty sure of it. But she didn't. She sat with it. Oh, I think you ought to be doing end of life services. If that's the service that you get. <laughs> Then why on earth aren't you doing end of life services as part of your your business? Um, because we'd certainly 
Yeah, absolutely. I think getting into your units are tricky. <laughs> the waiting lists are tricky. We had to wait a little while to get to get her in the first time round. Obviously, second time round we didn't because she was sectioned. So I think from a family point of view, we we will be eternally grateful for, for to you guys for giving us those happy memories. Um in a really awful time and um, because they are they were happy we, we, we were happy and that includes Mo and um, we were happy and that's the bit that was really important it is something about how you celebrate success um, because you hear an awful lot about the Royal Stoke um, not a lot of people oh, I don't get the impression that that we hear a lot about combined, if I'm honest. Shout about shout about your services. And I, and why I say that is my husband who's who's a joiner, he he had no idea that Harplands was separate to Royal Stoke. All the board, all the board really cited on what their teams do day in and day out. Do they really, really see it? And do they not appreciate it? That's the wrong thing. But do they really, really celebrate it? Because um, if they don't, they should. They should be really proud of their their teams. But I'd I'd really like to think that Ward Six knows that they are appreciated, um, and they must do, because they wouldn't perform like they do, must they? But I'd really, really like to think with my hand on my heart as each and every one of those men, those team, uh, the team, knows that they're really appreciated. Thank you to all, to all of them, from all of us, from all of us in the family, not just me, just because I'm under the voice piece, um, from, from each and every one of us. We wouldn't have wanted to have done it without you. They all did the right thing by us. Absolutely nailed nailed it for us all the way through. And that's it for today's Combinations podcast. If you enjoyed a story like Jackie's, we have plenty more patient service user stories available on our podcast. If you're new to the Combinations podcast, you can check out previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and SoundCloud. We release the Combinations podcast bi-weekly on a Wednesday, so if you are interested in more episodes in the future, then follow us on your selected platform to keep up to date with the Combinations podcast. We typically do interviews, patients, stories and any exciting news come from North Combined Staffordshire Healthcare NHS Trust so if you wanted to hear more about us then feel free to follow so I hope you've enjoyed this patient story we certainly have and we will see you in another podcast